Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. If you're like me, you are living a good life, but you're striving for something more, something better, learning and growing, trying to improve and up-level your life, your business, your health. From goals to habits, productivity to time management, and a whole lot of growth mindset in between, Look no further for positive solutions for your life than here to help you transform from the inside out so you can truly live the life you desire. Today's topic is embracing failure. When was the last time you failed at something? today, this morning already. Good for you. Good for you. I have failed numerous times daily, daily, sometimes in a big way and sometimes just in small ways. So when do you think you have failed the last time? Did it affect you, just you, or did it affect others as well? We have the whole gamut, right? But when you think about it, we really don't know we are failing until it happens. We don't know if something's going to work or not until we actually try it. So we're a big sports family and sports, I think, are really good examples of failure in action in any sport or competition. The team or the individual that wins fails less than the other team. You know, think about it. So football season's coming around is we're in session here. Touchdowns are scored often by a series of failures. You know, failed tackles, blown coverages, or not scoring because of dropped passes and fumbled balls. There's a lot of mistakes, a lot of failures that happen during a sporting event. You can just think of any sports, volleyball, basketball, soccer, tennis, you name it. The person or team that wins makes less mistakes. They learn, they learn from their failures. They learn faster and they make adjustments quicker to fail less often. So reasons we fail. This comes from the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. There are three main, three main reasons we fail. One is failure of vision. We're just not clear about what we want or our why, why it is important. If we don't have that clear destination in mind, how will we know we get there? So that's the first one. The second reason we fail is failure of tactics. And this is failure to plan, failure to plan and prepare ahead of time. So if you're running around and you're late in the morning, getting the kids out of the house for school or for work, did you fail to prepare ahead of time? 
often we can take a little bit of time, a few minutes in the evening before we go to bed and prepare getting our lunch ready, getting the book bags all put back together, make sure the homework is in there, the library books, whatever. And we can prepare ahead of time. So when, you know, maybe the alarm doesn't go off right away in the morning, or maybe we're just a little bit sleepy and we hit snooze. And then all of a sudden we're rushing around. We have things ready ahead of time. That's failure of tactics. The third failure the reason we fail often is a failure of strategy. We fail to think things through or we fail to anticipate obstacles. Like we can have the best made plan, you know, laid out in our head, we're prepared. But if we don't also think of maybe some what ifs that might happen, um, some obstacles in the way, we might have this clear destination on where we're going to go when we drive somewhere. And then what happens when there's road construction and there's a detour, there's a roadblock, the bridge is out, right? If we fail to plan and think things through, we might end up late. We might end up in somewhere else. We fail. We have a failure in life. Failure often gets a bad rap. It's a word that society has associated with negative emotions, you know, pain, hurt, annoyance, shame, fear, hopelessness. All of these feelings make us feel bad and that we've done something wrong or something is wrong with us. It, there's a message out there that failure should just simply be avoided. You know, just think about what, you know, social media, movies, news reports, society in general, they often hype up, like they, they target, they spotlight the successes. And there's little little hype. There's little information about the the process, the journey somebody takes to get to that, to be that successful. We often feel like everybody is just this overnight success. This happens just overnight. You know, the, the movie star gets this big break. You know, they're making millions of dollars. These athletes are making millions of dollars, you know, playing football, baseball, whatever. And we feel like the spotlight is on their successes. We don't see the failures that got them to that point. We don't see the tribulations. We don't see the setbacks. We don't see the injuries. We don't see the process before the success. And we get this skewed vision that failures are for those people that are kind of hard in life. Failures are for all of us, not the successful people. But that's totally wrong, right? Because any real successful person will tell you that failure is absolutely necessary and it's inevitable. It's going to happen, right? J.K. Rowling has said, it is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might 
as well have not lived at all, in which case you have failed by default. And when I, when I read this and when I, when I reflect on this, I just think of like wrapping our kids in bubble wrap, right? So they don't get injured. They don't get a bruise. They don't get a scraped knee, but that's not living, right? How would you want your kid to like be, you'd be living a life wrapped in bubble wrap, like not to get hurt at all. That's not living. You failed. You haven't learned anything. Taking risks and falling down is part of life. And it makes us into who we really, really are. So what does failure actually mean? Failure is defined as a lack of success, in which success is defined as an accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So failure is the defined as a lack of success or the inability to meet an expectation. Often those expectations is something that we have made up or that we have created in our own minds. Therefore, failure is in the eye of the beholder. It means something different for every person. It means something different because we all have defined success as, you know, an accomplishment of something that we wanted, an aim or a purpose that we wanted. Yes, there are expectations of other people on us. You know, when we're in school, there's those expectations from the teachers. But we still perceive that expectation in a certain way. We still perceive that somebody else's, you know, aim or purpose, and we interpret that differently. Each person defines that in their own way. So how do you interpret failure? Failure often creates a sense of urgency, that it demands a response. We often think of failure as a real or interpret it as a real threat to our existence, that we're not good enough, not smart enough, not talented enough because we have made a mistake. We have failed. But failure is often an imaginary obstacle. Failure is, is like a fear. It's a, a fear we've made up in our own minds. And an acronym for fear, it means you know, false evidence appearing real. This is something that we make up in our heads. So at the root of fear is the thought that I can't handle what life throws at me. So I'm afraid. I'm scared. I'm scared to move forward because I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I can do it. Failure is fear in disguise. When something doesn't go the way you thought or planned, anytime we mess up or we make a mistake, we failed. And that's okay. You know, I've done this a lot when setting goals. Who hasn't? Who hasn't thought of like a New Year's resolution that oh, this is a goal I'm going to have? And then we somehow forget about it or we just stop working towards it. 
So last summer I committed to doing 75 hard, which is, if you haven't heard of it, is like a physical, mental, and emotional discipline program where you do certain tasks for 75 days in a row. And if you miss, miss a task on a certain day, you have to start all over. You have to start at day zero, day one. So last summer I got to day 70 and as I went to bed, I realized I had not completed one task. And I was utterly emotionally and physically exhausted. I was too exhausted to get out of bed to finish it. At that moment, I failed. I didn't achieve my goal. And oftentimes this is what happens to people. When they set a goal and they don't make it, remember that definition of failure? You know, you set this aim, this purpose, um, this expectation, and you don't meet it. And you failed and, and was like, oh, I'm going to give up, right? But we're just focusing on the outcome of the goal. And we forget the process. I was on day 70. There was 70 days, 69 days before that. I was successful at accomplishing the goal that I was set out to do these tasks every single day. And this, this goal I had, it was supposed to be completed in its entirety by Labor Day last year. And on August 27th, I failed 70 days in. And I could have stayed there. I could have wallowed in that moment of defeat of sadness, just beating myself up over how I have, how did I could ever forget to do that one thing? Because they, you know, somewhere out there, somebody has said a habit is made in 21 days. I was on day 70 and I forgot to do one thing. In doing so, when I was like, in that moment, I was focusing on the outcome. There's no way I could complete 75 hard by Labor Day. It was August 27th, but I didn't stay there. I chose to focus on the process, the 69 days before that, of all the things that I did and where I was when I started and where I was now. You know, you think about it, it's kind of like getting 10 compliments on a job well done. And the only thing you could improve upon and the only thing you could think about is the thing that you could do better. That is focusing on the outcome. That's focusing on failure. But if you focus on the gains, the wins, the process, the achievements you've made along the way, in your journey, you can be successful without obtaining the desired outcome. Was I successful even though I didn't make it 75 days? Heck yeah. Look at what I had accomplished. So what does failure mean to you? And how do you interpret failure in your life? Are you more focused on the outcome 
or the process. Without failure, there would be no inventions. We would not have the light bulb, space travel, smartphones, any kinds of transportation. Nothing really that we know of today would exist. Thomas Edison said, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that won't work. How do we take that perception and interpretation into our daily lives? The products and innovations of today did not magically appear on the first try, the first attempt, or the first iteration of it. What version of a smartphone do you have? I bet you do not have the very first one that has ever come out. And if you do, kudos to you. But even that one wasn't the first iteration. There was many before it, before it even got out for us to see. We have a lot of successes before the breakthrough. We have to remember those. What can you learn from all the iterations of the days that you have taken in your life? You can, you can learn many things. Perseverance, persistence, resilience, mental toughness. You can improve yourself and your skills, you know, like problem solving skills, leadership, communication, decision-making skills. We are not the same person as we were 10 years ago, five years ago, last year. Heck, we're even changing from yesterday. We can learn compassion, empathy, kindness, self-awareness. We can try new things. We can take risks. We can step out our, of our comfort zone, do things we've never done before. So what did I learn from that experiment of 75 hard? 75 hard doesn't work. I work. I did the work. The program didn't do the work. I had to do the work. It was me. When I set my mind to do something, I can do it. And I can do it for a long time. I can make time for things that are important to me. And I could let go of things that aren't. Not doing one thing, one item, one task does not make me a failure. How I respond matters most. What I wanna take away from what I'm doing matters. I also learned to focus on the big picture. Looking back, look back to where I started and where I was now. The things that I went through, the things that helped me. Sometimes there's things that are out of my control and are gonna throw some major obstacles and roadblocks and detours in my path. But again, how I respond 
matters most. Life happens. Give yourself some grace. And every experience is an opportunity to learn and grow. So what have you learned from your failures? Well, if you've listened to all of this and you're still thinking, man, I don't like that word failure. It still sends this wave of negative thoughts and emotions through me. Well, it's time you reframe it. You redefine it. You give it a new name. Give a failure a new way to think about it. Realize that failure is inevitable. It's part of life. It's part of the path, the journey to success. If you don't like the word failure, give it a new name. Because some words create some energy for us. So find a different word that doesn't like... Boom, put this negative emotion, this rush of negative emotions in you. Choose another word, maybe challenge, obstacle, detour. But you can also think of it as like a science experiment. I think of experiment, right? Trial and error. Science is all about trying things and seeing what works and what doesn't work and trying something new, making adjustments. Okay, think of it as an experiment and expect that it's not going to work the first time, but also celebrate, celebrate each learning opportunity. What did I learn? See failure as external from you. That it's that idea didn't work, not as internal as I'm a failure. There's a big difference. You're not a failure. That thought that you had of that plan on how it was going to work. Hey, it failed because, well, maybe we didn't plan ahead. Maybe the strategy was a little off. What? Let's try something else. In order to redefine failure for yourself, you also have to embrace a growth mindset. And in that way, I'm thinking it's an opportunity to learn. So you think of every experience as an opportunity to learn, to try your best, to assess and make adjustments and try again. You see it as a process or it's unfinished. You know, it's a work in progress. So an experiment is a work in progress, right? We we sometimes look at failure as something that's broken. That's something that's bad, but it's a, but it's really just a representation of unfinished work. It's not quite finished yet. We're just polishing it up, right? There's this process. Perceived failures can often end up leading to your next breakthrough, your next success, this amazing situation. It can open up doors of opportunity. So just because this didn't work didn't mean that that's it. 
there is another door out there waiting to be opened and it might even be better. But you can also give yourself the title of novice. If you're trying something new with this novice title, you're really not expected to get it right the first time, the 10th time, or even the 100th time. So take, for instance, a baby trying to walk. They stand up, they let go of whatever, you know, they're holding on to, and they try to take a step and they fall. And they go over and they, you know, it could be the couch or something. They, they get themselves up again and they let go and they try to take a step and they fall. They don't get walking right away. What do their parents think? If you had a kid, if you have some children, think back to when they first started walking. You know, what did you do? What do parents do when their kid, when their baby, their kids are just starting to learn to walk? Oh, they, you know, they, oh, look, 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 they're getting up. Oh, you know, they're, they're taking their hands off. Oh, look, good try, good try. Let's do that again. They get really, really excited and they keep encouraging them to try again. So what, what if? After 10 tries, after 10 times of standing up, letting go, and taking a step, and falling down, the parents say, just quit it. Stop. You failed. You will never learn to walk. Really? Do parents say that? Did you ever say that to your kid? You're never going to learn to walk. No, not even after a hundred times, a thousand times, a million tries. Why? Because the expectation is that the kids will walk. Babies will learn to walk. And we continue to encourage them to try and try again. So why can't we do that to ourselves? Why can't we give us that grace, that belief that we will figure it out, that we will be successful at doing whatever it is that we intend to do, that we set out to do? So how are you now going to define failure? for yourself. When you are faced with a setback, a challenge, an obstacle, or a failure, how will you think of it? I'm going to leave you today with a quote from Jenny Fleece. Re Embrace failure. Mistakes and roadblocks are inevitable, but ultimately an opportunity to learn pivot, and go after your goals with a new perspective. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value, insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. 
If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcast or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live. While you're there, would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it, and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform, and let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.